No purple songs can fly? Welcome to our program, produced by the Children in Treatment at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. Our program is about great music made by some terrific young talents. Now, here are the hosts of Purple Songs Can Fly. Thank you and welcome to the program, Purple Songs Can Fly, on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Zach Taplin. I'm Emily Freeman. And today we'll be talking with my mom and my grandma. Now we're doing a kind of series on uh, parents, but uh, my dad could not be here because he is in Africa working. So hello, mom. Hello. And hello, grandma. Hi, darling. So to give a little background, when I was first diagnosed, uh, what happened before that was I was at a a summer camp, and uh, I was at a wonderful time. I was there for, I think, uh, about three weeks. And uh, when I came back, though, uh, my mom noticed I had a lot of bruises. You know, as a uh, 11-year-old boy, I didn't even pay attention. Uh, that looked really strange. So she took me to the uh, hospital, and we got my platelets tested just as kind of a formality, and they didn't think it was going to be anything. Uh, I ended up I had really, really low platelets. So why don't you uh, tell us a bit about what's going through your head when you heard that? Well, I'm going to take now. it back a little bit because you were 11. Um you were at camp for three weeks, and it was a performing arts camp in upstate mm-hmm. New York called Stage Door Manor, which is a wonderful oh, fairyland cool. place. Cool. It was really, really neat. And uh, your grandmother and you and I had made a road trip um, there, and then your grandmother and I stayed um, in New York and rented a, a house mm. while you were in camp so we could be close. Um and also have our time together because we had not, since you were born, had any time, just the two of us. Mm. And I'm an only child and you're an only child. And so we just thought this was a perfect opportunity. Mm. And so we watched every season of Gilmore Girls and <laughs> had the most um, magical um, hot. We set record-breaking temperatures in New York. How, that, how were the Gilmore Girls? Amazing. Mm. Um, but really... It, we, no air conditioning, and it was like 100 and some odd degrees, and oh. two Houston ladies were not used to that. But we had an amazing time. You weren't used to heat? <clears> not at all. No, we were used to central air conditioning, which oh, we, did, right. were not, we did not have. Um, but we went to pick you up from camp, and um, you looked different. And um, you had circles around your eyes. Mm. And I'm sure, or I thought, a lot of parents probably picked up their children, and they looked really tired, too. Right. Um, and we actually watched you in a performance um, of Into the Woods that day. And then that night you came back with us to the hotel. And you had taken a shower and you were walking. We had connecting rooms. And you were walking uh, in to tell your grandmother goodnight. And you walked past me. And all up and down both of your legs were bruises the size of softballs. Mm. To, to be fair... Um, Two of the bruises, uh, partially uh, one of the bruises happened because I ran to a picnic table while uh, running backwards with the bubble gum. 
uh, right. and, and other just you know eleven year old boy stuff. So right. I, I didn't really think much of it at the time. Right, but the I, other I, I ones. I thought you were crazy. You, you, Before yeah, you then did. and yeah. at that point. Correct. <laughs> but the other bruises, when I asked you, because they were just too um, violent looking mm. um, to be unexplainable. Well, I am right. a violent person. Uh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> and the only the only thing at the time was picnic story. Uh, picnic mm. table. And so um, I, I thought, well, we had a whole drive back. And, you know, let's just see. They'll, they'll go away. He's just been very active. That's mm. all I thought at the time. Right. That's actually really interesting. I didn't remember any of that because I'm, you know, 11. Um, so original question was kind of more how, uh, what was the first thought that came into your head whenever you were told about the, the, my ITP mm. at the hospital? Absolute fear. Um, I don't do the unknown well, Mm -hmm. and they could tell us basically nothing. And um, your grandmother and I were completely at somebody else's mercy, Mm -hmm. and we weren't ever used to that um, feeling. And that's when, you know, a journey of testing, because ITP is a diagnosis of exclusion. Mm And so it took us a year and a half to find out that um, you didn't have this or you didn't have that. You know, they'd settle on a diagnosis, and then we'd sort of switch on that. And mm. right. so terror, right. absolute terror. Mm. Okay. Uh, how, how about you, Grandma? Uh, slightly less terrified or more? I, I think it was a different reaction because, mm. you know, mothers have a reaction, and no reaction can be like that, mm. no matter how deeply you may feel yours. My reaction kind of evolved as I saw what it really meant. Mm. For instance, you became homeschooled. It was just better being a boy, being 11, right. for you to be schooled at home. Uh, there was no more soccer. Not that, that you were ever athletic and liked that kind of thing, but that well, option was out for you. I and actually so, did play soccer for about oh, two I years. I know you do. I know you have trophies. <laughs> no, yes, no, of course. The, the, the Vipers could not have functioned well without their goalkeeper, uh, that is so, That is so true. Okay. However, what I all of a sudden saw in a short period of time... About w- four years of taekwondo, multiple the, times a week. Yes, those not kinds of athletic. things. Yes, excuse yeah. me. I just meant you weren't playing football yet, but I'm sure you would have. Mm-hmm. It was about anyway, a month before I was going to try out. Of course. I I so when I, I saw your world change and how mm. that was affecting you was almost more than the diagnosis. You all of a sudden became, in a sense, unto yourself. You were homeschooled. You were unable because then you also had no buildup to catching anything. Mm. You caught everything. And so all of a sudden, you were kind of living your life in the study, doing your work. And then coming up here, all of a sudden, there's purple songs. Mm-hmm. And that's really what gets me to purple songs. And I'm sure we can you know, talk a lot about this okay. yes. uh, right after the break. Sure. So I'm Zach Tablin. I'm Emily Freeman. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And the song we're going to play during the break is Life is Like a Ride which was written by Jerry and Precious when they were 12 and 16 years old. Life is like a ride Everywhere you go Everything you see Everyone you know Life is like a ride In 
and downs, there's bumps and curves. You can be brave and you can get scared. It's all the emotion there is. Life is like a ride, there's happy times. One minute you're smiling, the next you're frowning. It's all the journey you have to take to make your life a piece of cake. It's like a on-air community where teens talk and the world listens tune in to express yourself an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people we'll talk with cool celebrities exhilarating experts and tenacious teens with experience Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What does it mean to be a supergirl? It's all about acceptance, respect, healthy relationships, and how to deal with peer pressure. It's all about real life issues that girls face every day. 
Join your hosts as they talk about hobbies, friendships, dealing with bullies, and living life as a supergirl. Be sure to tune in every week for Supergirl Guide, the radio show, every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. With some support and knowing that you're not alone, it makes all the difference in the world. are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Purple Songs Can Fly. I'm Zach Tavlin. I'm Emily Freeman. Along with my mom and grandma. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. So, now that we're back, let's kind of talk about uh, Purple Songs Can Fly. So, uh, Speaking from personal experience, I know when I first came to the hospital, I was uh, not a incredibly happy camper mm. um, because, you know, it's very scary uh, at the time. And I had no idea what was going on. And if, if, if you don't deal with the unknown well, <laughs> well. I deal with the unknown horribly. Um, so I know for it wasn't really a great thing going into it originally. Well, and also you had a tremendous fear of needles. Mm. Oh, yeah, which was wonderful having a uh, blood disorder that required testing every time you came in. I, Right. Screamed and cried, and I was about twelve. Right. Mm. It, so no, you had a, like a genuine terror of needles, um, and still so don't like was, them. Yeah. Right. And so that made it, you know, difficult. Mm-hmm. And you were not at all thrilled to be here. And actually, in the in the previous show, um, Emily's parents talked about like you know the pain of watching their child go through like IVs right. and needles and stuff. Did you have right. a similar reaction? Absolutely. Mm. Um, and your grandmother uh, was there always too. Mm. Um, you, your fear of needles was genuine for mm. you, and it required um, several nurses. And the nurses here are so sweet and so very patient. Yes. And it required several nurses to literally they had to hold you down mm. on several um, occasions. And that's very hard to see your child, you know, in that kind of terror. And mm. and there was no reasoning with you. It was it was just bad. Just, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue with you. That's true. Uh, but you did make friends with one, and she promised you that she'd count. And you went through a whole list of things that she needed to do. Yeah, every take time your, I still see her. And and she did it every time, and she remembers you to this day, probably because you gave her like the. The Ten Commandments Don't of Taking Your Blood. <laughs> no, no, it was very, very simple common sense practice. I like to call it common sense changes. Um, one is you give a slight warning. I'm not going to flinch, but I don't want to be like jabbed randomly. That's what causes the fear. You know, it's like the one, two, three, then stick. But you got it over simple, it. Simple, yeah, simple. You got over but it see, due that's, to that nurse. That's what's so great about nurses here at Texas Children's is that they very care. Much so. They really care. They do. And I, I st- every time I still see that nurse, you know, mm-hmm. I smile, wave. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, that, that was honestly a big impression. But what I, I was trying to lead to was, um, so how did you see that change uh, when I started with the Purple Songs program? Well, you know, it, it, it really... The first time we heard of Purple Songs was through Marsha Chamberlain, who's with Writers in Schools. And um, we had gotten to know Marsha pretty well because um, she was in the waiting room often, and y'all spoke, um, and she tried to convince you many times because you you liked um, creative 
things. Mm-hmm. And um, finally you said yes. And we walked in. How long did I say no? I think you probably know exactly. I would say for for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you just did not at that point think that you had a song in you. Mm-hmm. Also, you like, or a poem or an essay or no. Any sort of thing with Y'all the sat when pen. you would write certain things together. She'd write because really? you wouldn't write. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but um, you just didn't think you had a song in you. Mm. And then we walked through um, the door, and everything is purple and feather boas and <laughs> Anita, Miss Anita. And the entire hospital changed on mm. a dime. It spun on a dime. That is true. Although probably slightly more Miss Nita and, and the program than the Boas. Uh, I don't know if that was. But I do have if, photographic evidence of the Boas. <laughs> that was forced multiple times, but it, it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It, when you have a mom that, that's you, you know, anytime you can get a picture of your son doing something. True. Just, this is very extreme. Yeah, that you have me in a small piglet outfit when I was about one, uh, in a teacup. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I know you. I know. How, how about you, Grandma? Did you know so? Um, you're, you're kind of quiet here. It's, it's weird for you. Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying it so much, but I was just thinking about the purple songs and how all of a sudden, kind of going back to what we were talking about, that was really something to look forward to, like Mom mm. was talking about. Yes. And it expanded what had become kind of a small world all of a sudden to come up here was big you knew people mm-hmm. you did things and then as you got involved in purple songs it gave you a, a, a cause to be really interested in outside of school yourself home i can tell you i probably wasn't very interested in school i i, I might have been a really good actor but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but but uh so what would you say if you had to try to describe it in one word like, what aspect of your personality has changed the most during this journey of me? I think the aspect that changed the most for me was I was never as relaxed again. Mm-hmm. Never had that same feeling inside. And then learned to very much what Emily's parents said, mm-hmm. be so thrilled with days that you feel good or for the yeah. for whatever was one time taken for granted it's not taken for granted anymore right and, and if you like to hear that Emily's parents interview was our previous episode yes and uh, I think it was it's almost a, a loss of that childhood in innocence because when for, you, for, for you or for me for if you were talking about that, for I'm me upon on, no, you, no 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 you're personal because Personal. That's how I personally felt about you, is that once you were diagnosed... What did you feel about yourself, though? I, I don't really know what that... Like, how do you feel that you have changed? How I have changed? Yes. Um, that's a very interesting question. I really think it has... You're not feeling well every time. It makes me just appreciate everything. Mm. A good day is better than a good day. Yes. This is true. The things that we really didn't think about before. Absolutely. You think yeah. more about. Mm-hmm. You know, how about, how about you, Mom? Um, well, I'd, I'd say um, I'll echo my mom's answer pretty much and, um, and Becky Freeman's answer too. Um, but also 
it um, made me not sweat the small stuff, but what it did is leave a level of anxiety that just stays there because when you're dealing with, especially with uh, a child who has a a long-term diagnosis that there's no cure for, you know, every day is a is a new challenge, and there's different things that can come up that um, that can create problems. Well, I mean, I hope I'm not that challenging. I mean, no, I mean, and there's great, you know, there's periods of time that can go by that you can, you know, enjoy that moment, you know, mm-hmm. of of the health and things. Um, but you know, you just know. It, I just don't. I look at other parents and I think, wow, their you know kid can go to a, a movie and they can ride you know roller coasters or whatever wherever we are I at the time. I can watch a movie. I know, but what I'm saying is they can do that and they like go. The parents go out to dinner and they don't ever think about it. In my mind, it's who is he riding with? What's I mean? I'm I'm going down this like. Are you sure it wasn't you before as well? No, it wasn't. Okay, okay. So I kind of wanted to explore this more. Uh, when we get back from our break. So let's take a break. Uh, I'm Zach Tavlin. And I'm Emily Freeman. And you're listening to Voice of America Kids. And the song we're going to play during the break is I Call Her Mama, which was written by uh, Jared when he was 12 years old. She understands my personality. I, 
Every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bon appetit! None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
When you're 12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. listening to purple songs can fly on the voice america kids channel to find out more about our program please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org now back to our show welcome back to purple songs can fly i'm zach tablin i'm emily freeman along with my mom and my grandma and you're listening to voice america kids um so let's explore you know if you guys feel you've changed or grown more um, and then I think Emily has a few questions she wants to ask. Right. So, um, did you feel that our family dynamic has changed at all? Like, really in a specific area? or? Uh, yes. I think um, definitely when you have a child that has health issues in some families, and I know our family was very guilty about this, mm-hmm. um, we tried very hard to cater to you. Mm-hmm. Um in pretty much every area and uh, that was great for a while and then I think it was harder on you um, Mm. in the end because when we had to switch back and and um, do the right things really for you to grow into the man that you know you're growing Mm. into now um, was difficult Uh, Mm. I think it led to difficult times I don't I I think that there probably was happy medium we just didn't have it Mm. Well, um, what have you, um, you know, I mean, obviously learned about Zach, but learned about yourselves that you wouldn't otherwise have learned? That's a really good question. Um, I learned that I had always, I had spent a, a half of a lifetime, I guess, mm-hmm. Uh, living in fear of mm. like whether it was just anything, anything yeah. you could possibly be afraid of. Right. I I I, li- I was afraid of. Mm. Um, I could make up things to be afraid of. I literally had that much fear, and um, I really learned to to start letting go of a lot of that. I fight it. I fight it on a daily basis yeah. um, because I guess it's just so ingrained in me. But every, every day is a gift, and yes. you know, today is a gift. Tomorrow is is who knows. Yeah. And so I um, really focus on today. And that is so important for each and every one of us, no matter what, how young you are or how old you are. Yeah. And I, I'd look at it as a gift because I think I would have gone through the rest of my life probably not knowing just mm-hmm. how special each moment is. Yeah. And, and just to echo kind of an element of what Emily asked. Um, what, what have you learned about me that you haven't otherwise learned? It's hard for me to ask that question because I, but that's actually a really, really good idea. You that's know, a, you, know. you know, that's been one of the the neatest um, aspects of it because mm-hmm. as your grandmother had said, you know, you were homeschooled and, and all that. And we got the opportunity to spend 
Because we literally closed down the house because of your immune mm-hmm. system and such. Um, so we were one-on-one. Still um, got swine flu, by the way. Yeah, we all got swine flu. We never left the fun. house. No one opened um, the house. But um, we, we got um, to be an extremely close family. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one of the things that I, that I really focused on when Emily asked that question mm-hmm. was um, how it pertained to your next uh, deal in life right now, going off to college. Yeah. And you had incredible offers all over uh, the country for Ivy League, you know, everywhere. Mm. But knowing you like, like, like we do and like I do, um, that really helped the college journey a lot because we were able to, to find a school that was perfect for you and perfect for you in a way in which, um, it will not only serve you educationally, but you have the best chance of success happiness-wise. Mm. And it, we would never have known. We would have just gone for, you know, whatever the well, biggest I mean, name well, I mean, would have I, been I, I understand that, that, that that's probably just an element of, you know, knowing your, your son. But, like, what, what do you feel like you've learned about me that you wouldn't otherwise have learned? Because I'm sure you would have gotten that anyway, no matter what. Cause I, um, that you are fairly fearless, mm. um, which is... Uh, an interesting deal coming out of our family for sure mm. um, but also scary for me too um, what you, no. I think the thing that I learned is how much respect because mm. when you've led a life that you haven't had how, the challenges how, how much respect what? Sorry. how much respect you get for oh. another person when you haven't lived what Emily's had. You haven't had the challenges as I haven't health wise. Yeah. And I'm very much older than you at a time that I could have already experienced just different things. Mm. I haven't. And yet I have watched you, Zach, and I have been awed at times mm. because I have watched self discipline. I have watched you when you're learning something in school when there was no one there other than of course a parent. Uh, how you would sometimes have to push yourself to be social mm. because you were leading a, a, a quieter life and how you also learned to recognize things about yourself and when you felt like I need more people or I need this or I need that mm-hmm. you learned as a person how to state your case yeah. And that is very important and will serve you well. In well, well, I mean, a, a lot of what you're talking about, though, similar to what my mom was talking about, are, like, things that you've, like, seen me do, but mm-hmm. not, like, elements uh, but they that, you, go would, that into, you wouldn't have otherwise known. They go into what I learned about you as a person mm, and yeah. what are not that's not written across your forehead I wouldn't have known that unless I'd observed those different mm. things that have really, you're a different person because yeah. of ITP, Emily, Absolutely. you're a totally different person because mm. of yeah. what happened to you I'm right. sure right. you can't help but be and it's fascinating to watch that and the really to me redeeming thing about it is what you come out with in your mm-hmm. case, for instance, Emily, right. and in Zach's, are such strong, um, very um, people that are, are wise mm-hmm. and have depth to them. 
right. that don't normally like normally go along with right. who you are at this particular time of your life. Right. And that's really interesting, you know. Up, and it totally yeah. gives you a new perspective um, on life. I yeah. agree. Well, maybe we could talk about that more after the break. Yeah. So I'm Zach Tavler. And I'm Emily Freeman. You're listening to Voice America Kids. And the song we're going to play during the break is A Smile Can Change Anything, written by Jonathan when he was 17 years old. A smile can show the love in your heart. It can keep you going times hard. It can show you you are in Change your life in many ways. A smile can change anything when you're sad and lifts you up. It's the medicine when things are up. It's the cure when things are tough. I've seen little kids smile when things are down. I've seen them laugh instead of frown They smile at me and I smile back And remember the things I'll always have A smile can change anything When you're sad it lifts you up It's the medicine when things are up It's the cure when things are tough Smile can change anything when you're sad it lifts you up. It's the medicine when things are up. It's the cure when things are tough. change anything when you're sad it lifts you up it's the medicine when things are rough it's the cure when things are tough a smile can change anything when you're sad it lifts you up it's the medicine when things are rough it's the cure when things are tough Fifteen minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Have you met Catherine the Great? She may be a lot like you. She likes sports, singing songs, having fun, and taking adventures with her friends. She especially loves to make new friends like you. Tune in each week to Catherine the Great's Magical Hour, hosted by Madeline, and discover about how you are magical, colorful, and love. 
You will learn, laugh, and feel welcome with Catherine the Grape's Magical Hour. Heard every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Be inspired to ripple loving kindness throughout the world with your friends at Catherine the Grape's Magical Hour. Awesome and loving that. are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Purple Songs Can Fly. I'm Zach Taplin. I'm Emily Freeman. Along with my mom and grandma, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. So, uh, I kind of wanted to ask you guys on a happier note, uh, what is probably the funniest or most humorous or happiest memory, you know, that you guys have had. Or experience. Uh, or experience during my treatment process. I would say it was a yearly occasion. Mm. Um, as soon as you were um, really not diagnosed, but as soon as you got sick and became homeschooled, we had the opportunity to vacation when everybody else in America doesn't. Mm. And that is not over the summer. Or or spring break or, you know, whenever. We could go off-season someplace. Fantastic. And we did. Um, Every year, um, as you you know, um, we would head to Florida for about six weeks. And um, it was cold. We weren't beach people. We weren't there for, (laughs) for, I mean, we very much wanted to be next to the water, but, you know, we weren't swimming or anything like that. We just escaped and had... You know, movie nights on Friday nights, Aww. and had you know these little traditions that that we would do, and um, it became you know something that we really looked forward to and um, waited for with anticipation all year uh, to go and spend that time all of us together and uh, really kind of um, reverse snowbirds. We were there with all the snowbirds and we were from Texas and they kind of looked at us a little strangely. <laughs> that is so cool. That well, is... you know, I don't know. When you're in the, sometimes, you know, when you're in, I don't know, it's the states that I have lived in. Uh, Florida does look like a good alternative. You know, it's more sunny. Oh, it was fantastic. You know, yes. more beaches. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I loved it. You yeah. felt, well, that's led to very, you know, very much today. You feel very much at home there. And we know, you know, our way around and. <laughs> nice peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Although we actually, I think we stayed mostly on the Panhandle. Like, we 30A on the Emerald Coast. Absolutely. Mm. Yep. Awesome. How, how about you, Grandma? Some of my best memories. First of all, just what your mother said, needless to say. But when when you had your um, fish tank, and we you learned everything oh, yeah. about fish. In fact, I think your first song for Purple Songs had to do with fish because you were super involved, wanted to be a marine biologist. And we had a hundred and fifty gallon salt water. Seventy five. It was seventy five. The first one was. No, it's the, we never had 150. <laughs> oh, no, we did before you were born, and then we got to 75. You're right. This is Sorry. It's all good. Thanks. It's all good. I, I remember my... T- sadly, it was uh, destroyed during Rita, uh, mm. because it went, when, when the power went out for about two weeks, uh, oh. I had a really, really complex filtration system, Right. because most of the fish were exotic. And so. I had a two-gallon 
chicante. <laughs> was it fresh Just or two. salt water? That chicken was, handle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a, it was fresh. Yeah. So that's I think much e- much much easier. <laughs> we just haven't so tried since g- going through kind of a, a multi-year mm-hmm. experience, you know, and, and struggle and challenge. Um, if you could give advice to someone going through not a similar situation, but a similar kind of length of of mm-hmm. challenge, what, what, would, what would the one piece of advice you give me? Well, you were diagnosed in 2006, um, so we're on uh, year seven. Math is not my forte. <laughs> we're seven of this. Um, time goes by so quickly. Mm. Enjoy. Don't get bogged down by yeah. um, whatever uh, negative is going on. Yes. Enjoy each moment because each moment is precious and special and you know doctors are just inevitable Mm. um illness is inevitable but even that you can you can um have bonding and special time some of my um special bonding time Mm. is you know when you would pile up and and we uh watch like the entire supernatural series (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and things like that. When you just weren't I mean, we, we didn't well. make the entire way. I mean, we, we got to like... A, <laughs> well, I mean, we'd watch I mean, probably series. I think it was nine seasons, but it felt like, it felt like for, you know... We've thing, watched but. seven of the nine. Mm. Yes. Exactly. But the fact I think that, it's still going strong, by the way. Right. But the fact that there's always a, a bright side in every situation, I think that's just great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's important to spend the time to find the bright side. Yeah. And how about you, Grandma? One... one piece of advice I could not say it any better myself I wish I could sit here and tell you something that was entirely different from what your mom just said but I think she said it very well absolutely looking looking for that and just knowing that waking up in the morning and saying I'm going to do all that I can do Mm -hmm. to make this a wonderful day and very often your mom and I were thinking that towards you Mm -hmm. what can we do today what is it that we're going to do today to to brighten the day and then pretty soon it gets to where you don't have to think about it it becomes part of it and you look back over the period of time and you think oh my goodness we have had an absolutely wonderful and you're just blessed there's no other way to say it and see how far you've come absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah so there's just there's light at the end of the tunnel yeah there just is i think that's probably one of the most important things to keep in mind Mm -hmm. for anyone undergoing a long-term kind Mm. of um struggle in life is to, you know I think it actually you did come with your own piece of advice you said you weren't but you did at the end you know I mean mom was about you know focus on the little things and I think your, your main message was you know keep an eye for the long term you know don't mm-hmm. get bogged down in the moment but don't lose sight of it as well I think it's about the kind of balance you know no, that's, and that's, that's why grandma say. lives with us so we can balance <laughs> <laughs> and I really think that's a great way to put it that there is a light at the end of the tunnel it doesn't matter how dark it seems that there's always a light absolutely mm-hmm. Emily so thank you so much for coming and yeah. you know, interviewing with me and Emily this is and fun it, it was a, a, we had a great time so thank you thank yeah. you for You're having welcome. us thank you so before we go we're going to leave you with the song If I Didn't Have You written by Christian for her mother when she was 17 years old. How do I put in words how I feel? What could I possibly say to let you know a simple thank you can't even come close? 
Thanks for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly. We'll see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And remember, for more information about the Purple Songs Can Fly project, visit www.purplesongscanfly.org. We'll be back with more music next week. Bookworm, the kids store album of the month. This month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Open Up the Door. Well, my mother said that it was like trying to move a mule. Getting me and my two brothers up to go to school. With my sister in the bathroom, camping in the shower, using every single drop of hot water that was ours. We'd stand there in the hallway, that's how the day began, screaming, open up the door, cause it's time to let us
to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org. 